This episode of Drive the World with the Global Goulets is brought to you by Thunderbird Energetica, the official munchies partner of the Global Goulets. We've been eating Thunderbird bars nonstop on this trip and have experimented with them quite a bit. The results? Try them with peanut butter. Try everything with peanut butter, but especially Thunderbird. Thunderbird Energetica. Energy for today, health for tomorrow. Hola amigos, welcome back to Drive the World with the Global Goulets. In this podcast, we transport you out of your headphones and into the heart of Latin America, bringing you along for the ride with us in our car, the Santa Maria, on our drive from New York City to Argentina. I'm Brian. I'm Eric. And I'm Alex. And we're the Global Goulets, three New York City-based adventurers who quit our steady jobs to travel the world and film our experience for TV. Last week, we discussed how to find cheap accommodations. This week, we're going to talk about how we consistently find ourselves in bizarre but amazing situations. Story time. The best thing we've seen in the past week was two best friends, a puppy and a baby piglet, prancing along the beach of El Transito together as the sun was setting over the Pacific Ocean. The second best thing was seeing a seven-year-old kid riding on the back of a gigantic 12-year-old pig. Get on. The first part of making amazing situations happen is spending a little extra time in places where interesting things are happening like a young boy riding a pig. As we watched this seven-year-old have a grand old time with his grand old pig, a family appeared. We walked over to say hello and met the parents, Krista and Alexander, the daughter Crystal, and the boy who turned out to be their nephew, Oliver. And then we formally met this gigantic pig, Pinto. The next part of making these experiences happen is to introduce yourself and ask for their name. As obvious as that is, so many times in our daily life when we meet new people, we just nod and say hello and let the interaction die from there. Learning each other's names is the first step to learning about another person. After hanging around for a bit and chatting with the family, we said goodbye. You'll come back tomorrow? Oliver asked. Claro que si, we replied. The next rule about creating an amazing experience is to follow through. Two days later, we saw Oliver, and he was pissed. ¿Qué pasa, amigo? No vinieron. You didn't come over. Whoops. We didn't follow through, and we forgot seven-year-olds don't forget. Okay, esta noche vamos a tu casa. Tonight we'll come over, we told him. Earlier, we talked to our little buddy Oliver, the kid who was riding the pig the other day, and he said, I thought you guys were coming back. You said we were coming back. And he was right. We did tell him we were going to come back, and we totally forgot. So now we've got to honor our word. We're going to go find Oliver, see if he's still with his pig Pinto. We don't know exactly where he is, but we're going to go hunt for him in the rain. And uh, when we find him, I have no idea what we do. His parents are probably going to freak out because three grown men just show up at their door. <laughs> so we're, we're here to play with Oliver. <laughs> yeah, we had a play date scheduled at five. A few hours later, we walked the five minutes across El Transito to the house where we first met the family. Over the next hour or so, we got to learn about Alexander's life as the capitan of a small fishing boat, the struggles of living in poverty in this town, such as being an hour away from the closest hospital, 
and also a bit more about the great work that the Nika Foundation was doing for the town. To really get the conversation going, make sure to push past the small talk. Don't be afraid to go deeper. In the U.S., we're typically told to avoid politics, religion, and money. But outside of the U.S., why not get into it? What do they think about the government? Are they religious? How much money do they make on a good day of fishing? What about a bad one? Just be prepared to answer those same questions if they turn the tables on you. As we readied ourselves to leave, Alexander and Krista were a little bummed, and so were we. And then Krista invited us to come back for dinner the next day. ¿Qué vamos a hacer? A venir a comer pescado mañana. Mañana aquí. A las 5 de la tarde aquí. 5 de la tarde? Aquí. Pescado de, del mar ahí. Del mar. De mañana. She promised us a delicious meal of fresh fish that Alexander would catch the next morning. Fresh fish with a local family? Of course we were in. But then we decided to take it to the next level. How? Well, Eric had a ridiculous and brilliant idea. We should go on the fishing boat with them tomorrow. ¿Podemos ir contigo? Alexander thought about it. Sí, pero solamente tengo espacio por uno de ustedes. I have room for one of you. You can come if you're willing to be ready to leave by 5 a.m. We'll be back between 11.30 and noon. Following through with his idea, Eric volunteered to wake up before dawn and hop on the fishing boat with Alexander and his team, heading out into the heart of the sea with the small crew. He's going to show me where the boat is, and at 5 a.m., I'm going to try and go with him with the camera. So there's a lot of issues at stake here, but I'm going to, including protecting the camera, but also just general going out for seven hours on a boat because it leaves at 5 a.m. or it turns at noon. All right, well, I signed us, I signed myself up. <laughs> when Brian and I woke up the next morning, Eric was nowhere to be found. Even though we knew why he was gone, it was an odd morning. We're not really used to spending time apart these days as much as we really need to get some time apart. Seriously, we need space. Desperately. We even made coffee for three, for the two of us, and then had a long talk about how there were only two of us. Coffee talk. Happy Sunday morning. I gotta tell you, slipped a little bit of booze in these cups of joe this morning. Yeah, Feeling a little loco. Woo! Nicaragua. Nicaragua. So what are we gonna do with this extra coffee? We got three, I mean, we could drink it, but should we save it? No, we gotta drink it. Okay, I've already just, poured it out. I just know Eric likes his coffee when he wakes up, and I know he didn't get it this morning. Yeah, there's other ways. All right, Eric, this one's for you. Pouring one out for a brother out on the seas. All right, Eric, stay safe out there, okay? Stay safe, buddy. Cheers. Meanwhile, I was out on the open sea, dealing with choppy waters and the ever-increasing heat as the four other men on the boat worked their butts off to reel in the daily catch. Okay. Okay, I'm here with Jeffrey, Marlo, Alex, and Panoy. And 
right now they're in the part of the process where they just put a bunch of calamari on hooks and they toss out the net, the line. So we got two guys drawing in the line, blowing up the fish, um, beating it to submission and then tossing it back. And then third guy cuts it open, kills it and tosses it in a big vat. And that's pretty much the process here. And they'll just be doing this for a few hours. And I'm gonna be catching it all on camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Muerto. Jeffrey, te siente malo? Te sientes malo cuando matar un pescado? No. <laughs> he doesn't even feel bad. Wow. He just kills them. He says, I don't feel bad when I kill these fish. So I'm gonna put the camera away, probably for good, unless something else happens that I'm unaware of. It's been one of the craziest experiences I could have ever imagined. As noon approached, Alex and I waited for Eric on the beach. At noon, there were several fishing boats out on shore. But where was Eric? Why wasn't he back yet? Was he dead? Drowned at the bottom of the sea? I feel so nervous. I feel like one of those sailor boys' girlfriends just waiting here for him to come back from the war. Oh, we've been worried sick all morning. Oliver, donde esta la lancha? According to Oliver, it's way out there. And then the boat returned. The families of the fishermen rushed out to the boat, not to welcome the fishermen back, but to begin gutting and cleaning the fish for sale. We bought some beers for the crew and cheers to the amazing experience, and also to Dia de la Revolución, as it happened to be Nicaraguan Revolution Day. When the gutting was done and everyone was starting to feel a little buzz, well, just us really, Alexander and Crystal didn't drink anything, we settled down for lunch with our adopted family and had an amazing meal of fresh fish, salsa, rice, platanos, and ice cream. Oh my God. Look at this lunch. Eric. You went on a boat, out on a boat at 5 in the morning. Oh, Eric, you went on a boat at 5 in the morning. You were out for 7 hours. You're now tasting that fish that you helped catch, or that you filmed catching, that Alexander right next, next to you caught. How is it? It's the most personal fish I've ever eaten before in my life. Because it's one thing to say, wow, this fish was probably killed today. Well, I can say with absolute certainty, this fish was killed today by my 15-year-old friend, Jeffrey, who slit its throat <laughs> and gutted it in front of me. As we parted ways, they left us with a few words that made us feel truly at home in El Transito. Recuerden, siempre tienen amigos aquí en El Transito. Remember, you'll always have friends here in El Transito. And now your moment of zen. Uh, there was a great fireworks show until one of the fireworks got knocked over and everyone had to run for their lives because fireworks were launching everywhere. 
Some of it. Muchas gracias for listening and a huge shout out to Saul Guanipa who created the original music for this podcast. You can check out more of his music at saulguanipa.com. That's S-A-U-L-G-U-A-N-I-P-A.com. And if you haven't already, join our mailing list on our site, www.globalgoulets.com, where you can also track us in real time via GPS. And talk to us on social media, at Global Goulets. Until next time, rally on. Goulets!